0: Thanks for tuning in for this month's Best Moments of the Futures Radio Show podcast. Futures Radio Show is sponsored by CME Group. They are the world's leading and most diverse futures and options exchange. CME Group's markets help individuals and businesses around the world effectively manage risk. For access to free educational tools and resources for the active individual trader, please visit activetrader.com. Dot for new show notifications, please subscribe to Futures Radio Show on iTunes, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And new in 2021, Futures Radio Show is now being recorded in video, exclusively on YouTube. This show is also sponsored by Trading Technologies, TradeStation, and Footsie Russell. The Russell 2000 is a key benchmark for small-cap U.S. stocks. Be sure to check out the E Mini Russell Two Thousand Future Symbol RTY and Micro E Mini Russell Two Thousand Future Symbol M Two K. To learn more about FTSE Russell and their products, please visit FootsieRussell.com. Technical analysis is an art, not a science. The best traders that I have met in my life, they were all artists. We talk about edge. There's edges in technical analysis, there's edges in fundamental analysis, there's all sorts of different ways you can get edge in the market, but I think without having some artistic viewpoint or the way that you look at the market, it's hard to have, I think, true edge. I remember standing in the pit of 500 people in the S&P and all of us had the same information in front of us. All of us looked at the same charts, basically. Not exactly, but very similar. All have the same indicators uh, that you could look at on the screens uh, before they got in the pit. Um, all of us had this, you saw the same bid and offer, the, the heard the same brokers. Everything is the same. We're all on the same playing field when we were there. And, and really the same thing goes for the screens today. But there was one thing about the pit that made me realize that technical analysis, and actually trading as an art, not a science, is that every single one of those traders was their edge. The way that they approached their trading was their edge. And at first, I tried to be like other traders, and all I did was fail miserably. And I think that over time, as traders, we recognize that basic technical analysis as much as i would love for it to work just isn't going to be what takes you to becoming a successful trader you have to think outside the box you have to have i think that artist side of your mind working when looking at the market i'm going to show you a little bit more about how i go about doing that today when we go to the charts because I just think it's so important. I just thought that I, if I was going to be like another trader or just use FIBS or any sort of indicator out there, I really don't think indicators really matter too much, to be quite honest with you. I know some people will agree with me. I think that a lot of the indicators are showing us a lot of the same things. I mean, there's a thousand indicators out there, thousands. But I think a lot of them are going to show you that very similar signals, right? There's, a, there's all the momentum indicators that are going to show you a lot of uh, the same thing you're gonna see all sorts of indicators showing you very similar Things because that's what they're programmed to do the markets already traded uh, And they and the indicators are just reacting to the price action It's up to us as traders to use our mind our artistic part of our mind and, and paint the picture. So what's going to happen next? That to me is so important That's why I say technical analysis is an art not a science if you could tell me that I could look at a chart with some technical analysis, and there would be some, uh, I know that there's probabilities involved, I understand all that, and I see a lot of comments in the tweets today uh, about people saying, I think it's a combination of both, or I think it's X. And that's great, I, I've said before, I, I don't want you or need you to, to agree with me. And this is the way I approach it. You know, you, you gotta do your own homework and your own research to figure out what works for you. But as a trader, to become a successful trader, and what I've learned is I've gotta have that artistic Part of my mind i have sat down next to traders looking at the exact same thing and we all saw different outcomes and how it would get there that's us painting a picture in our mind i mean think about it if i was in a room with all a bunch of different traders and we just you know drew some lines on the chart or put some indicators up we're all gonna have different outcomes on what we think what will happen Right. An indicator is only there to show you what it's it's do its job after what the market's already showed the indicator. That's it. It's up to us as a trader to now look at that and figure out how we're going to execute and make money. Like I said, if you're out there and you're saying to yourself, Anthony, I don't have an artistic mind at all. That's not me. I'm the same guy. I didn't. I didn't think I did. And eventually I learned that I did. This business is about training yourself. You want to get better, you want to be better, you want to make more money. If you think that traditional technical analysis is going to be the path that that gets you there, that's fine. Maybe it does, I don't know. For me and my experience, I could tell you this firsthand, Been doing this a long time, it just doesn't work that way. I needed to add a little bit of out of the box thinking and have some art added to my technical analysis in order to get me from just scratching, losing, uh, which is what I did for the, really a majority uh, of the first couple of years of my career to eventually breaking through and, you know, making money and doing this as a career. I think this is a, a part of the market. That's not talked about enough. I think you need to have some art involved your technical analysis. I love watching other people's analysis and how they look at markets. And I always learn something from it. And then I try to take that in and say, how could I use that in, in drawing the picture, painting the picture of how I use technical analysis? I think it's a huge part of this business.
1: My best trade of all time was probably, there's a difference between the best trade of all time where you did a trade and you killed it you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I, I've done those trades where I bought a thousand straddles and at the end of the day, they're worth three quarters of a million bucks. And I'm like, woo, I'm brilliant. When in reality, I probably got lucky at the time to make that kind of money on a trade. But then there's been trades where it's like where I've I would call them the, my best trades because it was like to save my ass or to say yeah. there was a trade in 2016, I was working for a fund and he was trading algorithms in the um, VIX and he was like, so he was using like the VIX futures trade in pennies, but the spreads trade in nickels. So there's this spread where you can like get in on the penny and then get out on the nickel in the, spring. you know what I mean? So there's like these are, there's this like an R but it's like an arms race. So this guy was like killing it in the beginning. He had a, a really great algo, but he was starting to get run over in, in 2016, especially in fast moves. So we had this one day, it was like the, the final dip in that like move from that, that consolidation from like 2014 to, to 2016. It was like that final dip and he had gotten run over and he was hung on 500 VIX futures. And he was like, dude, um, like I'm blowing up the firm right now. If this keeps going, I need a hail Mary tell me wh- where do I, I, I need to buy like hundreds of, of S and P futures or we're done. And I'm like, but you're sh- but you're hung short VIX. What do you, and he's dude, listen, just tell me where to buy the futures and it was like, and we were like diving at the time. And I'm like, so like that was a pressure call. And the worst thing about it was I was usually I was working in Florida and I used to work remotely and consult with this firm. And, and, but I was in New York at the time. So I was in the office. So I, so I was like sitting next to the dude as he was like, like where am I buying these? And I'm like, uh. and at that point I was like, listen, I would pay eighteen fifteen on the load. And if it goes under 18, you just blow out, blow them all out. And, and and he was like, all right. And he goes, do you believe in that number? I'm like, I do believe in that number. If I, I don't believe we're crashing here. I don't believe Bullard had just come out and said a bunch of like dovish at the time. I said, I don't believe. But that was like, that was the most stressful because the guy starts clicking in on the S&P 100 at a clip on my, you know, call. And I was like. I literally I felt like I was going to faint as he was doing it because I was like, oh, my God, you know, like, he's doing it. And 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 it turned out like I, I think the low was like 1813 of that move on oh. that day. And it went up from there and, and it saved the firm. And it was like so I didn't get paid for that call. But that might have been my greatest trade <laughs> just from under like under the gun, under pressure. Where a guy was like putting a gun to my head and saying, make the call for, you know, several million dollars right now or you're done, you know, that, so.
0: That's cool. That's a great story. A few more questions we're going to get to. I like this question a lot. JP said, now that most of today's newer traders are doing this from their home, what advice would you give us pajama traders? and getting much-needed mentor advice to excel in this career.
1: The biggest thing that you can do to have a profitable trading career at this point is like have another avenue, have have other revenue streams that are coming in. And I don't give a sh- if you're mowing lawns on the side and you're trading. It'll help. It'll, it's a big difference, okay? And, and rather than just sitting there and having it be your end-all, be-all, and, and because everyone wants to do that, because they love the, the allure of trading, because you can live anywhere, you can move, you can. There's money, there's this and that, but you can't go from A to Z in trading. So you have to like, even personally, even me, at this point in my career. I need other revenue streams in order for me not to have a nervous breakdown as I'm trading. You know what I mean? So that would be like my, my biggest advice is don't be like, oh, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to do this. You know, trade, go do something on the side. You know what I mean? It's not a full time. Like you can do this effectively and make money as a pajama trader without going full all in and needing a psychiatrist at the end of the
0: why trade futures with TradeStation? You can trade over 160 futures contracts and over 240 futures options products from home, work, or on the go with a powerful, easy-to-use interface and prices that let you focus on padding your wallet, not emptying it. TradeStation, helping you reach your financial edge. Any advice in following a strategy? I seem to be stuck in a mode where I'm not following my strategy, which I know works. It's good that he believes in it. He's confident in it, which leads... Losses which shouldn't have happened:
2: I've lived, I've lived that. I've started that. I wrote that movie, I directed that movie, and I starred in that movie way too many times. I know, you know, oh my God, that's why I started to trade in oh my gosh, uh, that's why I started to trade in unit size, like quarters, because I, I would get long out of the opening range, I'd pay for the trade and boom, I'm flat. Now I' might be up a1,000 dollars, and now I, I'd give back two or three thousand just trying to reinitiate that initial target. Now I, and I see the market head up to forty five, forty two, and I've got nothing on. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I, and I'm down money. So by the time the market, how, how many times have, have any of us done this experience? So I've got to wire money into my trading account because I <laughs> traded like a doom cough. Meanwhile, the market's good, doing exactly what I planned on and thought it would do. Right. Anyway, to not make a, a good answer, a long answer like I have all day, I'm sorry for that. When you find yourself stuck. And, and you're not following do something different if you know that your strategy works and you are not living in, in your guidelines get up and i don't mean do something different trading do something different with your life take a few days off if you golf if you run if you work out if you play cards if you i don't know find something to do get up clear your head i was i needed last week's vacation in the worst way i've had a bunch of health issues i've been dealing with for the last few years which crystallized again this year and and then others, including COVID and all kinds of stuff. Is this? Then I've been traveling for my son's baseball since basically June. I haven't really worked all. I haven't traded a lot. I've been in the room with my traders. I haven't traded anyway. The I knew because I, I not great months, but I needed to get up and take some time away. I got a phone call right before, at the airport. I'm in vacation mode. I get an air, I, I get a phone call that that I overreacted to with somebody I love and care an awful lot about. I acted like an asshole. That's what I knew. Holy cow! I need a vacation. I need to do something different. The the word recreate or recreate, I got to recreate. That's like a corny word that only squares use when we were kids. But the word recreate, I need to recreate myself every day. I need to recreate every day. I need to recreate every day. I need to spend time with my kids. I need to spend time with the people I love. I need to work out. I need to take care of my mental health. I need to pray. I need to meditate. I need to breathe. I need to stretch. I need to do everything. And when I'm able to do that, then I'm able to judge whether or not I'm confident, carefree, fearless, and focused, and if I am, then I'll stay more. I am more likely to stay true to my process, which I know works, and then continue to go. So just keep working, and if you find yourself stuck, do something different. This is the guys. This is the greatest job in the world. There's nothing like this. Oh, holy cow! Oh, every time I see Leo, oh, I, I got an oh, Anthony, I got an email from Leo. Well, Malaman emailed me this morning. I <laughs> but Leo. Oh, oh god! I gotta, I'll call you both to talk about it. Time I saw Leo, or I see Leo, I thank him. Or Ira, for God's sake, guys, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for people like Ira. No, the, no we. I didn't want electronic trading. I wanted to stay in the pit. The world was changing. Ira pushed through uh, the, the whole thing. The, the reason we're here, be, training electronically, is because of people like that. Know the history of what we do and why we do it. All right, I'm getting off base on that question, but this is the greatest job in the world.
0: It's also one of the toughest. That's what's so great about it is that we get to the point where we know that's the only thing we want to do and then it fights back at us or we fight ourselves. It's probably more we're fighting ourselves. And You know, markets obviously can have really tough environments. And then you got to have the will and the want to stay in it and figure it out. One of the best advice I ever from my parents was I was struggling with this. I go to my dad and I say, Everything I'm doing right now, I feel like it's right, but it just it's not working. I'm not making money. It's it, this business is just driving me crazy. I don't know what to say. I think it's almost impossible to make money. My dad goes, figure it out.
2: But my dad told me to go drive a truck.
0: He told me that probably on a different time, but he just figure it out. Right? It's like you think about it and it's he goes, If you love it that much, Tone, figure it out. You can figure it out. You're smart enough. That's the difference, right? If you love this business, it's the greatest business. Make it work. You got to find a way to make it work. Okay. How I made it work, how you make it work, how Ira, how different. all these other guys, it's all different. It's all different paths. I'm and a better
2: trader now. I'm a better trader now today than what I ever have been. I'll never make the kind of money that we did on the floor.
0: You know what? It's so funny you trader. say that. It, it's I. This is why I, I look back at the time when we were in the pit, when it was super busy, at least when I had first started. It's like if I was the trader I am now back then, it's oh. just, but you had to go through it, and yeah, and you and I talked. I know, and but that's the way this works, and we had to put the time in to get ourselves positioned to be able to make money when the time is right for us. Think about this, all of you traders out there, is like right now or whatever time you're going through or wherever you are in your journey. It's it could be tough, it could be great. As time goes by, you take that experience. There's going to be a time, a moment in the market. Where everything just clicks. You may not think that's the case now, but at some point it will. And you've got to be present for it. You've got to be in the business to be able to do that. Because for me, my best years were 07, 08, you know, and I, or 06, 07, 08, probably Bad three of my top. And I look at it and those years were amazing for me. And prior to that, I was working at night, doing whatever I could for many years into the business. And so you don't know when it's going to come. But you've got to be in the business long enough to be able to experience that opportunity. It'll Most happen. people shoot themselves in the foot too soon. I actually got asked a question the other day, and I'm going to ask you with this. I know that was the last question we're going to take from everybody. But somebody said, what would be the advice I give to new traders today? And one of the things I talked about was how everybody's expectations are so high. And you talked about this a little bit you said that Pax was a 100-lot trader, then he was a 10-lot trader, then he was a one-lot trader. I was the same way. I'm clipping 500-lot minis. Next day, I'm clipping five-lot minis, and the pressure felt the same because at the time I was clipping 500, I was as good as I could be. I had the money. When I was clipping five lots, I was on a losing streak that I felt that would never end. But I had to recognize that I was there, and I wanted to exist long enough. You've got to be able to be honest with yourself where you are, and your expectations have to be, you can't put expectations in front of time in this business because that will take you out of this business. That's just something that it's one of the many things I would say to new traders, but I think that's important. I don't know what your thought is on that. and We're going to leave on that.
2: I, I, that's what makes Tudor Jones such a great trader is Tudor Jones is defensive on every one of his trades. He protects himself on every trade. And because he protects himself on every, he's going to, he has these huge trades. Listen, Spend the time, the effort, invest in your business. I don't know how you guys, I don't know how new traders find good mentors anymore, but find a good mentor. And when you find one, cherish that relationship and stick to it because it's every, all of our journeys are different. There are going to be similarities, but there's going to be a lot of differences. And when things start to click and you're in the rhythm and you've got the price, for me, I got, I have the price action. The price action has me long and short. My technicals are agreeing with me and now the story is agreeing with me, oh, that's when you have these, not just those three or four days that make your month or those four or five weeks, depending on volatility, that make your quarter or those few months worth of trades that make your year. But every trader will have those career-making trades that might last a, a day or a week or a month. That make your career. Everything else in between that is defensive trading, which gives us money that we can pull out of the market every day. But be there for those days where everything comes together and clicks and you are in that rhythm. You are in the flow and you know how to size up. Letting the market put, letting to learn how to increase your size without increasing your risk is an incredibly important factor. Take your oh. time. That's And that's another thing, right? Give time. Emo used to say, don't eat curry in a hurry. And I thought he was just making fun out of me for eating, getting sick. But get, give the market your time. Don't give the market your money. Give the market your time. Take it and use it.
0: Trade the global markets with trading technologies. TT is the world's fastest commercially available futures trading platform. Now with integrated tools for advanced options trading, cryptocurrencies, and trade surveillance. Learn more at trading Technologies. Dot com. I use fear as my greatest motivator. And I know you talk the way you talk about fear in the book is a little bit different than the way that I use it. And I think I've just sectioned off my thinking to, to use this as a motivational tool. Fear to me, I'm feared to, to be broke again because I've had money in my account and I've blown it all up. I'm, I'm feared not to be able to, to be in business. A lot of the things I fear are my motivation because I use them as drivers, like I said, just purely as motivation. Talk to
3: us about just what we all deal with is, and with fear as traders. We got to look at emotion more holistically and say, you need emotion to drive your decision-making, to drive you towards your goals. I, I saw the Jordan shirt behind you. He was a master of being able to, to control his emotions. And for him, anger was his big motivator, right? So we look at the best of the best. They have a mastery of their emotions to be able to find the right formula to produce the best outcomes for them. So... For you to use fear in that way, I, I think is common. And where I would question, not necessarily for you, but for uh, other traders, is that driver limiting you in some way? Is it uh, affecting your decision-making in some way? And if the answer is no, and it's only additive giving you the right motivation, giving you the right kind of clarity and focus when you when it comes to execution, then it's not a problem. It's actually helping you. We can look at this like Kind of upside down U curve. It's called the Yerkes-Dodson law. It basically defines this relationship between performance and emotion. And if your emotion is too low, you suck. If your emotions are too overactive, you suck equally too. We're looking for yeah, totally. this right formula, right at the top, where you know you have this right balance, and and you've found that for you. So many
0: people say you need to learn how to trade without any emotion. Yeah, obviously you and I both agree that's just, just a bunch of nonsense. And people yeah. that say that they can do that, I just find it's just <laughs> I don't know, I don't want to get into that. But called yeah, denial. Yeah, exactly. And I but I'm gonna you know what and I'm gonna say mm-hmm. this. I was somebody who felt that I was trying to achieve that until I finally embraced the fact that I could use my emotions as an edge, and fear was one of them. Yeah. And I really looked at fear and said, "Look, it. How many times are you gonna do this to yourself? How many times are you, are you through? That's what I. These are the discussions I'd have with myself in the mirror. Are you done? Are, are you done blowing up this money? Are you done making these mistakes you keep making over and over again? And that's when you get on tilt too. I think that, you know, they, to me, fear and tilt, they're so intertwined, at least in my mind, in my trading, because I would look at the mistakes I made and the fear of making them again. And then when I would make them again is when I would go on tilt and they just fed each other.
3: Yeah. Mistake tilt is what that would be called. And a lot of that self-criticism is misguided because you're not really understanding why those mistakes are occurring, but maybe back in the day, right, fear, wasn't that pure motivator for you. And we need to actually peel back the layers and find out what are the flaws behind there that's creating this bias that you're imprinting into the market and clouding your judgment, causing these mistakes. That's where fear is really problematic. If we look at it at a very basic level. Fear is a useful tool for picking up and absorbing a lot of data. If you're able to remove a, a vast majority of your own bias, then what's left, right? Now, actually, the fear could be a signal of some intuition that you have either about your positions, about the market. I'm not always saying that it's 100% accurate, but I am saying that when your emotions are more clear, they can be representative of your system, your strategy, and how it's interacting with market conditions.
0: You mentioned that your emotions, when they're more clear to you as a person, I think we also mentioned denial a little bit today, like people we said the people that don't recognize that they're trading with emotion, that it's a part of a part of what we do. How do you become more clear? Point. You guys are
3: masters at being able to identify opportunities within price movement and volume, and you're looking at levels all the time. like you to to novice traders, what you do looks like wizardry, right? But it's not. It's just a ton of work pouring over details and nuances and seeing patterns and having conversations. Imagine doing one percent of that for identifying your own patterning within your emotions. And all of a sudden you create an incredible skill set to see in real time, the escalation of emotion. So you mentioned the mapping of your pattern. I mean, that, that is the first thing that traders need to do is to be able to just do a bit of a, of a kind of a self-analysis, sometimes in real time, right? Depending on the type of trading you're doing, have a notepad next to you and capture the thoughts that come to mind, capture the specific emotions, the situations, the triggers, like what specifically is throwing you off? Is it a particular type of setup? Is it a particular type of market condition? Is it a day like today when, you know, there's a big reports coming out and news coming out? Those situations, so you're trying to map all of that. And when you do that, you can start to then use the book and do the sort of self-diagnostic self-assessment to see, ah, okay, if I'm having these thoughts, it means that my fear of failure is related to this attachment I have to unrealized gains and yeah, I'm thinking money is mine before it's mine. And then, of course, when I see a position dropping against me, I'm going to start to feel nervous and want to close it out and lock it up. But it's only happening because I'm thinking money is mine prematurely.
0: Thank you for listening to Futures Radio Show. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a five-star review on iTunes. Never miss an episode. Go to anthonycrudelli.com and get on our email list for show notifications and for free content that is exclusively for subscribers. Also on AnthonyCrudelli.com, you will find tons of videos and education on trading futures, options, and crypto. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Opinions expressed are solely my own and my guests, and they do not express the views or opinions of my sponsors. Future's radio show is produced by Crudelli Productions.